welcome to the Creative South Podcast. I'm your host, Jason Frostel. Today on the podcast, we're doing something a little different. It's our 100th episode, and to celebrate, we're flipping the mic around, and my friend, brother, and Creative South co-founder, Mike Jones, is interviewing me. It's weird being on the other side of the mic, but we have a fun time talking about where I grew up, how I got into art and design, how the podcast got started, where the podcast is going, and more, all right after this. Jack Prince is one of our favorite companies to work with. They offer great products at even better prices, with some of the best customer service I've ever seen. Why not pick Jack Prince next time you need t-shirts, business cards, stickers, or flyers printed? Right now, Jack Prince is offering four-day turnaround on their most popular apparel products. That's four days with no rush fees, no hassle, and no BS. With apparel from popular brands like American Apparel, Next Level, Jilden, All Style, and more starting as low as $3.99 each. Now is the time to take advantage of this great offer. Visit jack.inc slash four days to order your apparel today. Plus, Jack Prince is giving Creative South podcast listeners 20% off all orders over $25 when you use promo code CREATESOUTH17 at checkout. Visit jackprince.com for your next order of stickers, prints, or whatever you need today. We've gone through and streamlined the Creative South podcast Patreon page, cleaning out the excess and making it easier for you to support us. With options starting at just $1 per month, you can help support the podcast and even wind up with some cool Creative South podcast swag. Every dollar helps cover hosting costs, upgrade equipment, and keep the podcast going. When you become a Creative South patron, you'll get access to exciting Creative South news before anyone else, Creative South podcast stickers and t-shirts. So please help support the podcast and become a patron over at patreon.com slash creative south. Hey guys, welcome to episode 100 of the Creative South Podcast. I am your interim host for today, Mike Jones. And the reason I am is because today we're going to interview the host, Jason Frostholm. Jason, how are you, sir? I'm doing well. How are you? This is this is I weird. I complain, man. <laughs> it should be. It should be odd. So let's see if I can keep the host, the host dream alive here and uh, try to interview the best of my abilities, um, considering this is not my full-time thing and this is... <laughs> Actually, it's not your full time no, thing, thing either. It's still you're still more into it than I am. So, <laughs> um, thanks for letting me come on and do this. I think people need to get to know the man behind the mic, and uh, I'm I'm uh, blessed and fortunate to get be the one to bring them that information. Well, so, well, figuratively and literally. I mean, why not, right? I'm behind behind you and behind uh, and, <laughs> and behind is. the microphone. <laughs> it's, you're messing with my mind. <laughs> All right. So tell us a little bit about Jason. Um, sure. So, I, you know, I'm, I, I, I kind of grew up all over the place. I uh, was born in Peoria, Illinois. Um, and I think I lived there for a whole two weeks before my family moved back to Chicago. This was back in the days when uh, doctors didn't want women to travel in the last uh, month of their pregnancy. So. My dad, my dad was finishing up grad school. Already had a job lined up uh, in Chicago, where both my parents are originally from. And uh, yeah, so I was born so, there, and then I moved to a suburb of Chicago. Lived there until I was four. Um, don't have a ton of memories aside from uh, breaking my collarbone 
um, when I was about three and a half and um, playing Batman and Robbie with my neighbor, Robbie. Robbie. <laughs> yeah. <I would>. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. And and uh, so you're not from the south. I am not from the south. I'm a Midwestern boy. That's so weird. Yeah, so I okay. so so we moved we moved from Chicago to right outside Minneapolis and lived there till I was 13. So that's kind of where I've spent most of my formative years. So to to sidetrack from the formative years sure. to spark my interest was something you said. You called yourself a Midwesterner. Mm-hmm. Did I catch that? Yes. So for me, anything that's past like, you know, midpoint is is a Yankee. Or the Mason disc <laughs> is considered Well see I, Yeah, a northerner. I'm a, so I'm a damn I don't Yankee, consider you northerner. <laughs> yeah, but I'm just saying like Midwest to me is like Nevada area. No, that's the West. Like out that <laughs> No, West would be like California. You, know, you do know Nevada touches California, right? <laughs> Whatever, dude. It's still it's still inland. All yes, right. This is true. So, no, so Midwest. Well, I'm just is trying like to figure out from the whole Ohio to I think Nebraska, kind of over, and then I down guess. to like Ohio, really, and then down to like Indiana, Kansas, Missouri, that sort of stuff. I just think if your state's at the top of the country, it's north. Yeah, we touch we touch Canada. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. So okay, I digress. Back to when you were thirteen. Ready go. Yeah. So grew up, grew up in Minnesota, and led a fairly normal childhood outside, yeah. playing in the woods and riding bikes with my friends. Um, I was kind of the nerdy kid. Um, I feel you on that one. And, and what'd you say? <laughs> I I feel you on that oh. one. Same. Um, what, never had good eye hand coordination, so I wasn't really into sports. Um, they just, they never really, and that's where we differ. Yes. They never really, pe- I mean, I like going to games and watching stuff, but I'm, I'm not a fan of watching it on TV. I'm still not. Right. Um, I've, I've, I've learned to embrace that though. Having lived in the South for close to 30 years now, actually, no, oh, I've yeah. lived in the South wow. for 30 years now. Um, so you're, you're technically, I'm, I am, you've been here majority. I am a life. transplanted Midwesterner <clears throat> who lives in the South. You're like a Lenny. I am like a Lenny. Um, <laughs> You're like a Lenny. Yeah. So when so when I was in eighth, right before my eighth grade year, we moved to Orlando, Florida, and oh, right lived there for about nine months. Um, my dad's a mechanic, or my dad was a mechanical engineer. He's now retired. Um, he actually retired um, from being a professor of engineering. Oh wow! Yeah. Um, so yeah, we lived there for about nine months. I was very popular with all my friends from Minnesota that year. Um, we had yeah. we took a lot of trips to Disney and uh, oh, I bet yeah, it, it was uh, it was a fun experience. Oh, I uh, again sticking with the theme of I really didn't fit in because I was never like my brother is super outgoing and you know makes friends within five seconds. I was always more of the shy, right. reserved kid. So I mean, I had a couple friends and it wasn't like you know. I wasn't the kid getting shoved in the locker or in the, you know, completely ostracized social group, but I wasn't the most outgoing kid either. Um, after that, we, you seem to have turned out. Okay. Depends on who you ask. (laughs) (laughs) Um, after that, we moved to Kentucky to literally central Kentucky. And my town was literally the geographic center of the state of Kentucky. 
Oh, that's awesome! Yeah. And then your dad switched careers from like mechanical engineering. No, he to like was he was so he was he was still <laughs> he was still yeah he was still sorry he was still doing mechanical engineering at that point. Um, he didn't start teaching until I was well into college. Right. So on. this was Did he, well into the second half of his career. Don't you work for? Um, I do engineering. I do work for an engineering. Firm. Did that have anything to do with it? Absolutely not. I was just curious. No. Absolutely nothing to do with it. Okay. I'll get to that story though. Um, Sorry. <laughs> yeah. So went to high school in Kentucky, and it. I mean, it was you know filled with normal teenage angst, and I certainly was a fish out of water there. Um, yeah. You know, I'm still friends with some of the people that live there, but I'm definitely friends with the people that I want to be friends with. And oh stay, yeah, I think we're all like that. From- yeah. From that time period. But, I mean, this is such a small town that when we moved there, I was referred to as the new kid. When we moved away from there, I was referred to as the new kid. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's tiny. Yeah, my graduating class would have been a little under 100. Um, That's if all the class had actually graduated and (laughs) not either dropped out, gotten pregnant, you know, all that fun stuff that comes with a small town. But there's something to say, uh, to be said about uh, small town living. Yes. Right. I, I think, you know, you know whether you like it or don't like it, like that's part of you. And now oh, yeah. coming coming into this, you know, where you live now and what you do now and, you know, the way you interact with community, I think that makes a – that's part of it whether you think it is or not. It's, it's part of you. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I never really lived – aside from – well, even in Orlando, we lived in a suburb of Orlando. I never really lived – in a city right? Um, until I moved here to Mobile, which um, <laughs> we'll get to that. Cause so, I, so my senior year of high school, um, we moved from Kentucky to Augusta, Georgia. You have been all over my friend. I have. Uh, I graduated high school there. I started college. Um, I also um, discovered my first real girlfriend, like oh. thought I was in love, all that stuff, um, and 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 beer and fraternity and all that stuff. And the uh, the first two semesters of school, I did more sleeping in the cafeteria and missing <laughs> classes than I did attending classes. <laughs> and uh, that 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 turned into them politely asking me to rethink things for um, at least a semester, which ouch, yeah, which turned into a three year hiatus from college. Where nice, what? Go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. No, I was gonna say, and, and, and during that time, I um, what did I do? I a lot of lifeguarding because that was the only job I had a background in from being in high school. And I was, I was a swimmer in high school, so I was good at that. Um, I was the service. That's a sport. Yeah, that's a sport. I mean, see, there you go. It doesn't, it, like, does, it doesn't require as much eye hand coordination though. I take a lot of lung capacity. <laughs> this is true. Um, All right. and then I, uh, I, I went to work for Winn-Dixie uh, in the meat department, started off uh, the beef people. The beef people isn't a, the beef. People. Started off cutting steaks and unloading trucks. Nice. And, uh, 
Jason the Butcher. I, yeah, no, I, I was. I was the butcher and uh, ended up running the, the the service department for the meat department and the seafood department. And this is right where we're going to stop okay. and insert Jason the Butcher commercial in the podcast. <laughs> All right. Now, back to our registration. I'm going to I'm going to put you in charge of coming up with the jingle for that. Maybe we can get Lenny on that. He can uh, he can write the music. <laughs> I don't know, man. It's going to end up being something with beef. I don't know if you're the one to do that. Yeah, like a good point. Um, also, during that time, uh, because the life of a butcher at Winn-Dixie pays so much money, and uh, you know when baller. you when you get when you get kicked out of college, your parents tend to uh, not want to pay for you to uh, do things anymore. They'd, What's wrong with them? God, you know, at the time, I probably, I probably did have that attitude. Um, I mean, they did help me out. It's not like sure, you know, but at the time, it, you know, it didn't feel like they were helping me out as much as I thought. Um, I also started sure. uh, working at Club Car. Um, club Car, yeah, like golf carts. That's what it sounds like, but I wasn't sure. Yeah, and I was. Yeah. Uh, I was assembling the front end suspension system um, from 4.30 in the morning until 9. And, the, <coughs> and then I would go uh, to Winn-Dixie and do that from about 10 until 9 at night um, just to make ends Holy meet. Holy moly, man. And, and, and you know, it... I don't know why it took me three years to realize I don't want to do that the rest of my life, but it took me about three years to realize I didn't Ooh. want to do that the rest of my life. In the meantime, my parents had moved um, down to the Mobile area. And I just, you know, basically called them up and said, hey, I can't keep doing this. Can I try to get back in school? If I do that, though, I'm going to need help. Can I come, you know, live back at home? Um, mm-hmm. my, my brother was a senior in high school at that point. Um, so the whole family was under one roof, um, which wow. I don't, I don't know if anybody out there has ever moved back in with their parents after they've been out on their own for three years. Yeah. It is an interesting experience. I bet, man. How does that work? Uh, curfews and rules and, uh, you know, I, I mean, is it, they tried, how to, was it? they tried to do the curfew thing that quickly went out the window because I started waiting tables and there was no way I was getting home before two in the morning anyways. Even even I if even if I didn't go out like drinking afterwards with my friends. Um I bet your extended resume is awesome to read through. Uh like you you I don't I don't you've put held that some very interesting here, yeah, jobs. Yes. <laughs> no, I'm just saying like if you had to go from the beginning of your work life to now, you've had some interesting jobs. I, You're almost kinda like the dirty jobs guy, Mike Rowe. A, li- a little bit, a little bit. Um, <laughs> I, I've never been paid to dig a ditch. I have done it voluntarily. Um, Haven't we all? Yeah, I've done it involuntarily. Well, I've done it also. involuntarily too, but I, no, I, I have done it uh, voluntarily and and almost got heat stroke from it. <laughs> no fun. No fun. I, I I blame the oil spill. Um, I blame the heat. Well, the yeah, I blame the oil spill for me doing the <laughs> volunteer work. And the heat was the, yeah, being fat and out of shape at the time didn't help either. Um, yeah, so during that time, I, I I worked for a few months just to save up money. Um, excuse me. 
and then um, enrolled in the community college down here just to get a couple core classes out of the way, get enough credits where I tran and then transfer over to the University of South Alabama. Um, nice. Which you know, Diane Gibbs, who's been on the show, teaches there. Mm -hmm. She did not teach yeah. there at the time. I was right, I was right. gone for a couple of years before she came down. Um, that would have been cool, though. Yeah, it would have been. Oh, um, I wonder if you would have taken any of her classes. I'm, I would have had to, because I was a graphic design major. Right. So when did you decide that was so? That was your passion? Like, oh, when did you say, oh, I'm into this. I want to do this for a living instead of all the hundred dirty jobs you had. Well, so growing up, what, yeah, growing up, growing up, I always drew. I always liked drawing. Um, right. Ironically, the big inspiration for me um to want to draw um was two things it was garfield i loved garfield all right um legit cat he was he was a fairly easy character to draw too sure as a like 10 year old um of course and then do you remember um the movie better off dead and one crazy summer both with john cusack they were like Run, mid one crazy summer is the one I remember. Yeah. So it and I think it was one crazy summer. He you know, they go to the beach and he he wants to be a cartoonist the entire yes. time. And I just Yes, that that movie's awesome. I loved the way that the drawings were done in that. And I just like sure. literally started drawing like rhinoceroses and gorillas and just kept that up. Um Right. And then you know, high school when we moved to Kentucky, I didn't know anybody. Um, there was a cool comic book st store there, and would go in there. And I never really read the comics a lot. Sure. I mean, I would like glance over them. I had them, but I would just go in there and I would just look at the comics. And I loved the way comics were drawn. The art's ridiculous, man. Yeah, and I—I I mean, I still yeah. can't draw it like that, but. <laughs> Me either, but it was fun to try to replicate. Yeah. I remember doing that in high school, having having a comic out on the drawing board, or find a character I really thought was rad, and you like grid everything and, and say, out. Well, how can I blow it up from this comic book page to like poster size? Mm -hmm. And you would do it sheet by sheet, and you know, kind of like that. And grid, tape all the paper, yeah. tape all the eight and a half by eleven paper together, draw and make grid this big over poster. Everything and oh yeah, square yeah. by square. Yeah, and that's what and I did. And that I, was so much fun. And so like. Every class I could take that was an elective, I would take as an art class. And I just nice. really liked it. And I had a couple friends in high school who were in all the art classes with me. One of them was on the swim team with me. And he said at one point he wanted to get into advertising. And I started to think about it. And it was like something I really liked doing. So I thought, okay. So when I went to college, I declared my major as advertising. And it, Really never varied from that, even though I you know, wasn't in college. Um, sure. But when I got back in college, I realized I don't necessarily want to do all of the aspects of advertising. Um, I really like the art portion of it. So I started right. graphic design because that made more sense, sense to me. And I was not a, right, I was right. not a great painter. Um, I'm still not a great painter. Um I'm not. I know this is going to hurt your heart, but I was not the a huge fan of ceramics. But I think that was well. You missed out, buddy. Well, I think that was more because I didn't like the teacher too. Um, <laughs> well, that's yeah. That 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 could be for any class. You get a crap teacher. Oh yeah. You're gonna, yeah. You don't want to go to the class. So I feel you on that. But as a 
as just a thing that you can do for, I don't know, stress relief. Mm-hmm. That was one of my better classes that, you know, helped me feel that way. But I get it. Bad teacher, bad experience. Yeah. Blah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So I, I, you know, really stuck with that. Really enjoyed doing that. I was nerdy enough that I really enjoyed playing on the computers. I I literally had a Mac since the Mac SE Plus came out. Oh, so that came out in 85. Um, and we got one then cause I have, um, I've got a learning disability that I can't remember what it's called. I think it's dysgraphia where really, yeah, I just, I have a real hard time. I, I have a learning disability in written expression. So like if it's in my head, I can't get it out on the paper. And then the dysgraphia okay. makes my handwriting just terrible. So I absolutely hated handwriting. It's like I am putting capital letters where there should be lowercase letters. And I, I still do it to this day. Now it looks more like I'm trying to be a doctor than anything. But <laughs> So your next so your your what you're telling us is that you're you're getting ready to add hand lettering to your ar- to your arsenal. Uh never. <laughs> that is never no. <laughs> my brain just doesn't process it that way. It just Really? Wow. I've never heard of that. That's uh interesting interesting to learn. Yeah, my kids have it too. So it's no uh, way. yeah. It's uh it's it's genetic. Um so yeah, so we got a computer when I was like in fifth grade and you yeah. take typing classes on that and I still suck at typing because I have such horrible um hand eye coordination. But I can type really fast as long as I'm looking at my fingers. <laughs> yeah, same. <laughs> um, and I'm pretty but, accurate, uh, yeah. too. Nice. But, um, yeah, so I'd, I'd, I'd had a Mac all my life growing up. They had Mac computers there. We were learning how to draw on computers. This was back in the day of the uh, zip drive and the jazz drive. Oh, yeah. I remember. Those big 50 megabyte disks that cost you 50 bucks a pop. And I had, like, probably $500 worth of them just isn't that nuts? Just to do like, one project. It's, it blows my mind how far technology's come in such a short time. Yeah. And now I complain about not having enough space with the one terabyte that's on my computer. Right? Don't we all? Yeah. <laughs> like it's almost full. What am I supposed to do? Yeah, exactly. I, I literally was cleaning enough space on my computer today at work. <laughs> it was like, I got to move some of this stuff over. <laughs> so. Um, oh, man. Yeah. So that, it was just. It was kind of a natural progression. I'd always liked art. I'd always wanted to do something with art. Um, and and it, it, it went from there. Okay. So you you got your degree your, uh, I, I, from, yeah. from there. You mentioned fraternity mm-hmm. yeah. earlier. Yeah. What fraternity are you? Uh, Pi Kappa Phi. Oh, that's right. That's right. We had it. I feel like we've had this discussion before mm-hmm. between me and you, like outside of podcasting and whatever else. Mm-hmm. My granddad is that same fraternity. Okay. So I could have legacied into that one or my dad's, which is like, I think he's a five cap doll. So you just. But I didn't go to either yeah, one. Yeah, I was about to say, you were you were a KA, right? Yep, yep. Yep. So I feel you on fraternity life was awesome, man. Yeah. I, I met some lifelong awesome people out of, out of that bunch of fellas. But um, yeah, me too. That's cool. And then, I mean, and when I moved back to when I moved down to Mobile, you know, I I didn't know, I didn't know soul other than my parents, right? Um, so I I literally went I went to the fraternity house and was like, hey, I'm new here. <laughs> I'm from introduce me to people so yeah. I can know some folks. And, and, I hear yeah, you, man. So that worked out. The second time around was much better than the first time around. Uh, oh yeah, because yeah. your mind was in a different place. Yeah, so was your. 
Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm one of those kids. I probably should have taken a, a year off between high school and college and grown up a little bit before getting in. And mm-hmm. I probably would have done a lot better. Yeah. So it's different strokes for sure. I also would have a lot less student loan debt. <laughs> student loan debt. Yeah. Blah. Yeah. My grandkids are um, paying that off. Suckers. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so what, um, so now you work for, um, What's the name of the company again? Hargrove Engineers and Constructors. Oh, that's right, Hargrove. And you do what for them? I am the creative director there. Um, nice. So I do everything. I mean, it's I mean, it's literally I'm coming up with marketing strategy, um, social media strategy, creating graphics for the social media, doing. I just did a video project. Um, you know, your traditional advertising, print ads, stuff like that. I'm doing a little bit of front right. front end design. We just launched a new website. Um, so I created the entire front end for that. Um, yeah, so the, a little bit of everything. And That's awesome. After I've created the initial campaign, I'm doing production work. Um, uh, which I is, hear you. You know, I've, I've got a production background. I've, you know, I started off after college. I worked for a printing company. That's where I met my wife. Um Printing's where it's at. We yeah. did. I did that too. So yeah. So my wife Tina, she's a designer too, and she's she's definitely the more talented of the two of us. Um, but I just, I like to see that a battle. We should set up a battle sometime and see if that's true or not. Uh, no, no, We're not, no. I'm not <laughs> declined. I'm, uh, no battle. I I have to sleep next to her at nights. I would. Right. I would like to be able to wake up the next night. <laughs> happy wife, happy life. I yeah, hear you. Exactly. I hear you. Um, oh, no, I know. I'm right there with you, man. Yeah. So, so I, I'm. I mean, we're we're a pretty big company. We're eleven offices, and from Philly to Houston, and nice. I think we're just shy of fifteen hundred people. Um, so it's and 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 we're a really small department. I mean, we I have right. in my department there are five people total. Aside, well, five people plus me, so six people total. Nice. And I've been to this space before. It is a beautiful building. Mm-hmm. Uh, your your office is an awesome space. They put a lot of thought into to it. So yeah, um, you've you've been so you've been to you. my Harry Potter floor. It's cool. It's a cool floor. Um, you have been doing that for a while, and what I'd like to transition into is like we know you design, we know you love design, sure. we know you're passionate about that, and we definitely know you're involved with the community with Creative South mm-hmm. and helping out with that every year. What, um, tell us about how the podcast came about. Like, how did this happen? How did we get to episode 100? How did we, um, so was it 2014, I think was the first year that I went. Um, thanks to Peter Del Tondo, actually. Um, oh yeah? Yeah. So. I don't know if I've ever heard this story. Yeah. So Peter was. On so so, short story made long. Um, <laughs> I one of my fraternity brothers is, is in the accounting department at University of South Alabama, and is on some board, one of the college boards, with uh, Diane Gibbs, um, who does okay. design recharge, who's also right on staff with Creative South. Um, sure. And I don't remember if she had you on first or if she had Peter on first. 
Um, oh, I couldn't tell you. Yeah, it was one of the two. It was like in rapid succession, the two of you were on. Sure. Together. Yeah, no, that I do remember it was back to back. Yeah. Um, but like, I think you were on first because I found out about Creative Set. Who was on third? Um, no, what was on third? What, I what was know. on third? I don't know. <laughs> I don't remember the Abacostal a bit well enough to do it. But, oh, we were right there. Yeah. We were right Who, there. Who's on first? What, Fail. Who's on first? What's on second? I don't know who's on third. That's it. There you go. Here we go. There you go. Um, yeah. So, so you guys were on. You were talking about Creative South, um, and it was something I was definitely interested in, um, and something Tina and I both were interested in. Um, but we didn't. We really just. It was coming up quickly. We didn't really have the extra money to, um, to be able to afford to go, especially on that short of notice. Right. And then when Peter was on, he was talking about design versus cancer. And he mentioned that he was going to be doing a giveaway of two tickets to Creative South. Yes. And he put it up on Facebook and I entered and thankfully the first three people he picked uh, weren't able to make it on such short notice. <laughs> and, 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 um, my parents were actually planning on coming down the following weekend right. to just visit my kids and I. Uh, my brother had just moved to town, um, so or moved back to town, and and I literally I just called them up, and it's you know that week is I think like almost all of Georgia's spring break, so my dad didn't have classes. Yeah. So my dad didn't have classes. My mom had plenty of vacation time. So we were just like, hey, I know that this isn't exactly how we planned it and you really won't be able to see us. But could you come down the weekend before and watch the kids while we leave town? (laughs) Nice. And um, they were very excited to do that because as any grandparent, they want to spend more time with their grandkids than their actual children. They've already and they, they can spell them rotten and you can't do nothing about it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> They've already put in the work with their actual children. You're, you're exactly. done. Now the you know babies are cute. <laughs> yep, we're gonna shake them up. Yep, feed them sugar and give them back to you when you get back. Yeah, pretty Congratulations. much. Um, yeah, yeah, I know it. I know how that goes. Yeah. So um, so they watched them. We actually we weren't able to make it up for the first day of the conference, and we had to leave right at the very right at the very end of the second day of the conference. I do remember that yes. part. Yeah. And I was, I, th- I think at that point I had probably already friended you on like Facebook and stuff, but sure. um, I literally, I hadn't seen you the entire conference and I, you know, ran up and was just like, Hey, I wanted to say hi and say, thank you. This is such an awesome thing. And then um, the next year we were able to put in a little bit more time and I, yeah. I had spent more time just talking to you online and stuff and talking with, Peter and Lenny and a bunch of other people um, online just, and that, and that first year that we went, Tina and I were both really wallflowers Um, Mm -hmm. stuck to ourselves. I mean, talked to a few people, but we were just kind of overwhelmed. We'd never, neither of us had been to a creative conference before um, anything like that. I I think I'd been to one other conference at that point and it was a marketing conference, Um, which was not, nearly as much fun um yeah. and and i thanks yeah and then yeah 
we really didn't have to try very hard at Creative South to make it more fun than the marketing conference. I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> so much truth there. Yes. Um, so, yeah. So the next year we got more involved and the following year, I really just started thinking about, I want to do something to help out. This is, it really kind of changed my life and it made me like, I'd gotten to a point. It was just design wasn't fun anymore. I didn't, I literally knew no, like, who was out there in the world of design. I didn't know anybody. It was right. just like, well, I know who Saul, Bla- Saul Bass is and Paul Rand and, you know, people who'd been dead for 10, 15 years at that point. I knew who right. they were. Immediate. So you didn't, like, have any yeah. community behind. You didn't have a community. Of no, people. there was no community. Um, wow. And then, you know, so that really cemented things in and the the – third year really started thinking about it and come oh i guess september i think is when i reached out to you and was just like hey have you ever thought about doing a podcast i'd been talking with yeah um i'd been talking with diane i'd been talking with johnny gwynn who you know has a podcast studio yeah oh yeah um just trying to figure out something to do and johnny was really pushing me to do a podcast but I didn't feel like I had anything to say. Like, what am I going to talk about? I I mean, I don't have like huge opinions. I'm not, you know, I'm kind of go with the flow. I'm not. That's how I feel too. (laughs) Yeah. I'm not, I'm not like this world-class designer. I'm, you know, as a designer, I'm not very well known. I'm, you know, you know, I'm, I'm well aware of where I sit in the back of things and I'm okay with that. I'm, you know, sure. Sure. I would like to get better and, you know, there are days where but you still have a passion for it. Yes, I still have a passion for yeah, it. Yeah, for sure. And the people that come along with it. Yeah. Um yeah, you clearly can see that. Yeah, and and the and the you know, the conference had given so much back to me and you guys had become you know, such good friends just without really even mm-hmm. trying. That's when I just, you know, reached out to you I was like, "Hey, hey, had you ever thought about doing a podcast um with Creative South and I think you said the funny thing is we had just talked about that like offhandedly. Literally. Yeah. That's how it went down. Yeah. And then like and I was like, Oh, I just had this conversation and I'm glad you called me. Yeah, and then and then like <clears throat> the ball went really quick after that. It was like, all right, well, do a little research, see what you need. What do we what do we need to get to set, get it set up? And Yeah. And then it, I, if I remember correctly, like we had that conversation one week and it was like, here's a list of stuff that I need to make this right, uh-huh. to make it sound right, to make it done you know, professionally. Here's the services I need to have. And it was like, cool, go. Boom, 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 yeah. boom, boom. <laughs> and oh, by the way, we're going to sh- we're going to do episode one. Yeah. Like and I, I'm trying to remember like how that went down, but. I think it was just kind of the same setup we have now. It was kind of like just a, a you know, late at night kind of thing. But yeah, it was. Um, it was. It was. Yeah, it was like really like midnight or something because that was the only time me being you had to to get up. Yeah, but um, where kids weren't running around, it did get started really fast. Yeah, I mean by the from the time that we talked, actually I think we talked like right before Thanksgiving. Yep, and then by like the week after Thanksgiving, I had a list of things that I thought we needed. Yeah, and then like a week after that, like. Like two days after Christmas. It was rolling. Yeah, it was rolling. And we were recording yeah. the first episode. The first episode I recorded was with Lenny. 
Yep. And then the next episode I recorded with you. Yep. And then I think it was Fraser Davidson was the next one. And I'd, I think so. Yeah. I'd, I'd like never that. met Fraser at that point. I'd, oh, my God. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Good one to have. For yeah. Sure. Dudes are right. So I. I so. Yeah. I got up. Do you have like a plan? With, with like then how you were gonna like how many episodes you wanted to do as far as like was it weekly was it bi-weekly was it monthly I, I, did you kind of have all that formulated when we got together or did it just kind of pan out over the course of time i knew i wanted to do i mean for the most part it panned out over time i knew i wanted to do a weekly show um and that was because i know me if i like put too many gaps in something i'll just forget sure. about it and abandon it and i didn't want to do that right like i felt a I don't know. I felt a sense of responsibility behind this and, you know, just wanted to keep the ball rolling. And it, I mean, it, it took off so quick and we, so we didn't put out the first episodes until I think the first week of February. Cause I wanted to get a bunch in the bank and I had, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that conversation. I had five or six banked at that point and then just started recording and was recording like one or two a week. And, it it just grew from there. And now, you know, I still record one or two a week and yeah, you know, it's grown. I, I, I'd gotten to a point where I had so many backlog. There was a stretch there around this time last year, WMC festival went on. I had a bunch of bonus episodes that came out. Sure. Um, and I was still recording just at a breakneck pace and was getting backlogged. Like, cause normally so the, the behind the scenes is normally when somebody's comes on, it's it's about three to four weeks before the episode actually goes out. And then um Yeah, and 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 so but I, I had banked so many that it just piled up and I started having to put out two a week and then three a week, and I just I was getting to a point where I was burned out. Oh man. What did you well? What did you do to fix that? Um, I literally took two months off of recording because I had that much and of a backlog. Because you had so much coverage, yeah. you and all I, able to all do I was doing was was editing. And then I, you know, during that time, I took time to figure out what it was I wanted to do, how I wanted to do it. Um, yeah, so it was it was almost <laughs> it was nine months into it before I really figured out what I wanted to do and how I wanted to do. So basically, you could say that when you work for Creative South, <laughs> you get a two month vacation. It's a two month vacation built in. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't go that there's a far. <laughs> there's a benefit there, right? No, um, I was going to ask you um, what what have been some of your biggest challenges with doing this? Um, the biggest challenge is scheduling people. <laughs> scheduling, yeah, because uh, us flaky, I feel you. us, I us flaky artist types who. Uh, don't understand time zones or um or running late or, running or other late. commitments uh, or yeah mike's always late to yeah. podcasts i hear you i hear what you're trying to do right now yeah um, that's cool yeah and mike just got thrown under the bus that no worries that knife i mean <laughs> so like i've got i've extended invitations to just in the past month to i don't know probably 15 or 20 people and, yeah. and some people get back to you right away. Um, ironically, it's usually the people who you think would be the busiest and would not have time to do things 
that sure. get back to you the quickest and somehow have the most time. Um, That's awesome. Yeah. And then others say they'll do it and then you never hear from them again and feel like you're, uh, you're, you're nagging them to get them on and you just kind of eventually say, huh, well, if they want to do it, it's an open invitation. I'd still like to talk to them. Right. But definitely. And, and I, I think that just comes from the sense of family that we, we offer. Yeah. Um, who has been your most favorite podcast to date? Ex- I mean, obviously excluding me and Lenny <laughs> and Frazier. Um, but, no, I'm serious. Like, do you have one that just stands out in your mind? It's like, that was the, that had the most laughs or I had the, the, the most, um, you know, the, the best source of information or I learned the most from this person. I was just curious. Do you have they're like my some children. favorites that I love really them stand all. out? They're like my children. I love them all. Um, <laughs> that was your easy out answer. Not giving no, you a real answer. <laughs> um, I would say my most nerve wracking one was with Draplin. Um, really? Oh, yeah. I mean, you're friends with Draplin. You, yeah. You know, he's a person just like everybody else yeah but uh, no but i mean he's he's got a very big personality and if 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 you let him he's gonna take over the conversation completely so it was and he but that's what's fun about him (laughs) it is but you still got to be able to i mean i'm part of the you have to host yeah yeah, you've got to host and you've got to be able to move the conversation forward right and and draplin is full of so many uh tangents that he could go off on that being able to rein them in and also being able to get him to talk about stuff that he hasn't necessarily talked about before. <laughs> That's the bigger challenge because, I mean, he does this for a living. So he's, you know. He's well heard. Yeah, he's well heard. Everybody, yeah. Yeah. you know, and, and he's, since he gives so many talks, he kind of has a script that he sticks to a lot of times too. So it's Truth. getting him to feel comfortable enough with me that he goes off script and he talks about stuff that he hasn't necessarily talked about. Um, he's always fun to have a conversation with. I think for me, the easiest, the way that I look at it when I have a conversation with him is I don't want to talk about design with him. Yeah. Because I'm, that's ever, he gets that more than anything. I want to know, like, because I just, I, I look at the people first, like, I want to know about him as a person. Like, you know, how's his mom? How's his nephew? How's, you know, how's these little intricate things going on? You know, how's his book tour going? Like just stuff that doesn't pertain to like, I love your work and you're awesome. Like, yes, you are all those things, but so I feel you. He has a lot to, to say. Yeah. And I, and, and I mean, that's the whole point of the podcast is it's not to talk to people about design. I mean, obviously you, it's part of your life and it's part of your job. So it comes in there, but it's, it's, it's talking to people about their lives and, you know, the struggles and challenges and the fun and exciting parts that they get to do. And, you know, if that comes from the job, that's great. If that comes from your kids, even better, you know, so. or, or, or anything for that. Yeah. Or anything. Yeah. You know, if, if, so if you're like Nick, Sla- if you're like Nick Slater and you know, your corgis are your life, I want to know about that. Right. Tell me about those dogs. Yes. Right. Now, if I could just so, get Nick to actually book, he, I'm calling him out on here. He's one of those that, uh, he agreed. He's not been ago. on the show yet. No, we he, need to fix that. He was, I'm a, I, we've, we've had hey, to reschedule. Didn't he just get married in Japan? No, he's, uh, I think it's in two weeks. So he's so see, just wait till he gets back. We'll, oh, I will. I, I will, will make this I, happen. I, I just, I'm going to call him. He and I just emailed the other day. So, Nick, we're calling you out, Nick. If you're hearing the podcast, you need to be on the show. <laughs> there you go. Officially challenged. Yeah. By Mike Jones. Ready to go. So, but, right. but you asked me who my favorite was. Um, yeah. 
Oh, that's tough because it changes quite frequently. I I think one of the most fun ones I've had recently, Mm -hmm. or actually, so the two most fun ones I've had recently were Chad Michael of Chad Michael Studios. He does tons of awesome packaging design and dude's rad. You know, stuff like this for liquor bottles, and it's all so ornate and just absolutely beautiful. Yep. Um, Solid guy. Solid work. Yeah, so just talking to him about stuff like that. And then um, the other one was, I guess it's been about a week and a half, two weeks ago, Clint Walking Stick out of Oklahoma. Oh, uh, yeah. He's, dude. That's I a, think we talked about design for solid heart, dude. For five solid seconds. Solid heart. There's literally, so his episode comes out next week. Uh, well, awesome. by the time this goes up, it'll have been out for a couple weeks. But, right. Um, we talked for like 15 minutes about, you know, how when you become a parent, your conversations all revolve around poop. <laughs> and, and, and other, th- like, yeah. Yeah. Totally. But so, poop's funny. Yeah. I mean, poop is funny. But I mean, we, we, I think we, most of that conversation was about being dads and about, you know, not being well known designers and, you know, stuff like that. So that was, but we, I mean, it was fun. And, you know, I didn't even get to talk to him about half the stuff that I wanted to talk to him about. Because I didn't think about it because we talked about everything else. So since you talked about parenting real quick. Sure. You have you have two little boys. I do. I have twin Awesome, awesome, boys. awesome kids. I loved hanging out with them, playing Legos. Mm-hmm. I have a joke for them. Okay. Okay. How many tickles does it take to make an octopus laugh? Uh, eight. Ten tickles. Ha, uh- <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> I will, all right I will you can t- you will, can have that I will, one <laughs> i will tell them that tonight so um and i guarantee they're gonna they're gonna laugh because i know my six-year-old thought that was hilarious yeah oh so, man but anyway moving back on to podcasting yes so um yeah so it's been going on i think we're at 18 months now it'll be yeah that sounds about right 18 Goodness months now. Gracious, this, this episode is going to be number 100 um, Dun, da, da. you know, all told by the time this goes up, we'll probably have 130 recorded. Cause there's a bunch that are like bonus episodes and short episodes that right. were recorded live at creative South or WMC fest last year. Um, mm-hmm. that's coming up this weekend. Yeah. Which is, yeah. So, um, but when this airs, it have already, happened. yeah, it'll have happened. It'll be a couple weeks in the past. Um, so, weird so that, to say. that's the uh, that's the other hard part about doing a podcast is having to talk about things that are happening in the future like they happened in the past. <laughs> Isn't that weird? Yes, it's so weird. I still haven't. Like, I used hope to they it. had a great time this weekend and uh, or three weeks ago at WMC Fest. Yes, it, it, um, I still haven't gotten used to it. It's so. hard to plan your your speech around that because you have to do it's, it's like doing math. Yeah, in your head. But that's cool. But yeah, I'm, I'm excited, man. Almost two years then. Yeah, it'll be it'll be two wow. years in February. Two years in February. Hmm. Time flies, man. Yeah. So what do you where do you uh, see the podcast going next? Like, is there anything else you want to try to do with it? Is there? Uh, well, one of these days, cool I'm eventually going to, to get the podcast website uh, built out. Um, okay. I'm like halfway through, and then I got a bunch of freelance stuff that came in, so I um. I got to go with what's paying money. Um, <laughs> um, and right now we host all the episodes on Creative South's website. Mm-hmm. 
and where else? So, uh, Simplecast. Yeah, well, so, right? so Simplecast is no. I mean, you can find stuff there, but it's not really a direct. It's just literally a hosting platform. Like it's you upload it, and then it pushes it to iTunes, Google Play, there you Mu- go. Google iTunes. Play Music, Stitcher, um, and a couple others. This is why you're the host. Yeah, and a couple other, <laughs> li- yeah. um, and a couple other little directories. Okay. Um, but I mean, everybody's got an iPhone these days, um, and I think Android phones now have iTunes on them. Um, oh yeah, I think they do. I don't. I'm, I think so. Don't quote me on that. I don't have. I, I, don't, I don't have, have an Android one. phone. So I don't either. Um, Apple fanboy. And and if you you know, you'll still be able to find them on the Creative South um, website for a while. Um, there and you can get all the back episodes and. And I don't think we're going to take that off anytime soon. Even if you put up a website that's separate, I think. No, I, mean, I don't know. At the, at we the, might keep a a log backlog there. Or, I don't know. We haven't really talked about it. We probably should do that soon. Yeah, we probably should. In the future. Yeah, I mean, I, I would think for like, <laughs> obviously, it's going to take me. I'm my own worst client, so it's going to take me forever to finish the damn website. But <laughs> Always. Um, but yeah, I mean, at the very least, the website will have somewhere that points to the podcast. It's, it's never going away. They're not separate things. It just the the theme of the conference changes every year. So instead of me having yep. to redo that and, you know, I've got some stuff. Makes sense. Yeah, I've, I've got some stuff um, in the works that I'm hoping to start selling on the website soon. Um, yep. Podcast merch. What? Yeah. And it's by no means am I looking to get rich off of this. Don't don't get me wrong. I would not complain if it happened. Um, I wouldn't complain for you. I would be awesome. Yes. That would be great. Um, Go for it. But podcasting does cost money. Um, I mean, yeah. it's, you know, with calendar booking and hosting the actual, like, podcast episodes and stuff like that. It, it's, it's a few hundred bucks a year, um, if not more. Yeah. And then eventually, you know. We'll need new computers and new microphones and things like all that. All about upkeep. Yeah. So it's all that upkeep. So just, you know, pay the bills and things like that. And, you know, we've, st- we've started uh, getting sponsors. Um, you know, Jack Prince has been our best sponsor and most loyal sponsor. Love those guys. Um, I actually, Great folks. Yeah. They, they're um, they're going to be sponsoring through the end of the year um, and hopefully longer. Um, real, awesome. real thread has uh, been a great sponsor. We, they, George Cruz, awesome. Yeah. They, they gave us t-shirts and all that stuff. And then, um, a lot of people from the creative South community have sponsored stuff too. They have side projects and, um, cool things like that. So it's been like 50 States apparel and city luck fortune cookies and, um, dapper notes by, by unknown avatar and, and all that cool yeah. stuff. Let's not forget Columbus's very own mayor, Teresa Tomlinson. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so on t- on top of all that, you know, we've got a Patreon page where, you know, if you like the podcast and you listen, you can go throw throw us a little bit of money over there to help keep uh, things rolling and help us buy more t shirts and other cool things. And you know, there's, there's different donation levels, and if, I think the top tier you get a free t shirt with it. So. That's awesome. So th- th- well, it's not like you're just giving us money and I don't give you anything back. It's, you know, you get the podcast plus, you know, some of the cool stuff. Hey, good. Hey, good. Yes. Um, so do you, uh, are you looking forward to doing more live podcasting at other events? 
I know you did WMC Fest. Yeah, I know you've I would, done Creative I would South. Love you want to do other I, conferences? I would absolutely love to. That would I would I would love for uh, people to have me out and it's it's fun. It's you know, it's fun to get up on stage um and talk with people and have people kind of see what that experience is like. It's fun to yeah. you know, podcast from the floor of an event and you know, talk to people in that way and that that that's fun because you get to talk to people who normally wouldn't necessarily be on a podcast. Um, you get to talk to, you know, the guy. You've had some solid guests. Man. Yeah. Folks I've never heard of before. And it, that, that's, uh, that's what excites me. Yeah. Um, I mean, I've been lucky. I, um, you know, right after we started the podcast, we, we got on iTunes new and notable list and we were on there for about two months. Um, and and through that, like when we were first starting out and I was trying to track down guests, we actually had some people reach out to us. Um, awesome. And then we've had some other people that, you know, just are, you know, have been to Creative South who have reached out as well. Um, Jason Craig's an example. He's like, hey, if you ever need a guest, you know, hit me up. And I mean, He's he was fantastic. literally like I've got I've got a field notes book of people that I want to talk to and. You know, I'm either trying to track down information or stuff like that. And he was on my list of people to contact within the, ne- the next month or so of nice. when he called me. So he just made, we'll definitely he just made my sure. job a lot easier for me. <laughs> so do you, um, being a host of a podcast and a designer and a dad and a husband and a brother and all these things. Freelancer, yeah, um, and all that fun stuff. You you have your hands full like I do. Yes. I, and I get it. So you got a lot more you kids do than this. I do, though. You do this in your spare time I do. and we love you for it. Well, thank you for sure. What are, um, when you're not making our podcast or listening to it, what are some podcasts that you would recommend that other designers pick up and, and they don't have to be design podcasts just in, in random. What other podcasts do you love and would, um, say, Hey, these oh. are great. You'll be entertained by them. Check them out. Cause I have a few that I would suggest to. Yeah. So, um, I'm going to start off with like top three, top three that I would suggest or top five. Let's do, well, top, let's do five. top five. That's a little easier. So one I really enjoy is creatoring. That's a fairly new one. Oh, with, yeah, uh, yeah. Zach Wilkinson. Um, <laughs> They're, and, hilarious. And Daniel They're hilarious. They go off on tangents. Um, yep. You know, the, they're both friends of mine. So that helps too. Yeah, same solid folks. Um, Let's see. Makers of Sport was, oh, yeah. and, and I'm not a sports a guy, and I love that podcast. Adam Martin does such a great job um, and has one of the deepest voices I've ever heard in my life. Uh, <laughs> He's a cool guy. Yeah. Um, but he does such a great job that he makes it where I'm not a sports guy, and I love listening to that podcast nice. because they're not, they're talking about how design and sports intersect and things like that. And, you know, um, what else? Ninety nine percent invisible is a big name one that I think a lot of people have heard of, and it's just so cool. And it's 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 a design podcast. It's not your traditional like graphic design and all that. It's all aspects of design and how everything right. in the world is designed. It's and it's this very cool NPR style. Um, creative pep. One more creative pep talk with Andy J Miller. Yep. Um, yep. And then I, I got I, I know you said one more, but I got to throw in um, honest designer with um, 
Ian Bernard, Dustin Lee. Oh yeah, um, those they're the three. Tom, it's three people, right? Yeah, three or four people. Four. Lisa Gillan. Four. And That's Tom right. Tom from Design Cuts. Yeah, those that, those folks are great. Yeah, they, they have a great one. Yeah, I think for me, it's going to be because I don't listen to a ton. Like we had this conversation before, <laughs> but when I have listened to some in the car, um, Mark Bricky's Adventures in Design. Mm-hmm. Is always uh, entertaining, and he's 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 full of personality, very personality, yeah, very full of personality, and um, but great show. And then I like um, Scotty Russell's podcast. Yeah, yeah. Had you not cut me off, he was going to be in the list. Yeah, yeah. He's (laughs) he has to be. His podcast is great, and then um, he just has that attitude of of really like he wants to lift people up, and that's Mm -hmm. what I love about him. And then ones that aren't design related necessarily. Uh, this American Life, yeah, um, is just if you just want something fun to listen to and it's just always different. That podcast and plus Ira Glass's voice <laughs> just make you zone into whatever they're saying. Yeah. But um, and then um, I love Wait Wait Don't Tell Me. Do you? Which is just yeah, Matt, have- uh, my buddy Matt Gillespie got me into that one, and it's it's. It's like a news quiz show. Yeah, the, yeah. The, the format's podcast, and it's I've, I've listened one of those to you it. Throw it on when you're. I've listened to it that? on. I've listened to it on NPR, but I haven't listened to it in the podcast form. Do it, um, like get it, download a bunch to your phone, uh-huh. plug it in your car while you're riding. I do it on road trips with Matt, and we'll just sit there and try to answer the questions or try to play along, and see how many we can get right. And, and it's just it's always stupid fun. So those are some suggestions. But um, yeah, I, I was gonna say. So my my non design podcast that I listen to. Like religiously yeah. or WTF with Mark Marin. Um, okay. Nerdist podcast with Chris Hardwick. Oh, I heard that was really good. Yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, Hollywood Babylon with. Never heard of it. Ralph Garman and Kevin Smith. You know, Kevin Smith, the director. Oh, yeah. Kevin Smith. Yeah. And it's it's just going over like pop culture headlines and just taking the piss out of them. And it's oh it's so funny. Just a riot. Just See, like, anyone who will medicine. bash the Kardashians and Justin Bieber for their idiocy. Uh, and and make me laugh wholeheartedly while doing it. I'm uh, I'm a fan of. <laughs> That's the best way to do it. The best way to do it. Laughter is the best medicine. Yeah, friend. yeah. Um, well, we've been going at this for a bit, and it's getting late. Mm-hmm. So, anything else you want to throw out there? How to get in touch with you? How to support the podcast? Um, any speakers you want to? Uh, solicit while you're while you have some airtime. Uh, um, any of that you want to end up on before we close out our our hundredth podcast here? Yeah. So and, uh, so I think yeah. it, I think at this point people have heard me talk enough that uh, they know where they can find me. Um, it's it's always in the uh, the the intro and the the end bumper to the uh, sure. podcast of all my social uh, information. Um, but if you want to email me, you can email me at jason at creativesouth.com. Um, and then, yeah, stay tuned for the Creative South podcast uh, website and head over to iTunes and rate and review us. Um, you would be surprised at how much that helps. And if you're so inclined and want to throw us a couple bucks, head over to patreon.com slash creative south. And speaking of Creative South, uh, tickets are on sale now. And yeah. yeah, go get yours. We're not sold out yet. What are we, the and 12th through the 15th? It's the 12th through the 15th of April, 2018. Put it on your calendars. And we look forward to seeing you there and doing a live show from that. And I appreciate you letting me host you. Yeah. And that was interesting. Uh, I hope I didn't bomb it too bad. And I hope people can make it to the end. 
where we actually started having a better conversation. Uh, but uh, I appreciate you letting me be on here with you, man. It's an honor and a privilege to have you uh, uh, to have you in front of me, and uh, I'm blessed to have you as a friend and a um, family, and just be the host of our podcast. I couldn't have asked for a better person to do it. So well, well, thank, thank you. you for doing this. Thank you. I appreciate uh, giving me the opportunity and uh, rolling with my crazy idea and and uh, and, and, and yeah. Let me have fun with it. Um, All day, brother. All and, day. And, and I, I, I got to say, I, I also appreciate you letting me steal your uh, your your signature line to uh, end the podcast with. Which is? Go out and hug some necks. Get it. Come on now. <laughs> <All right>. Thanks, <laughs> See you, <Mike>. buddy. <laughs> All right. Bye. You can find out more about me on Twitter at jfrostholm. Plus, keep up with the podcast on Twitter and Facebook at Creative SO Pod. Follow Creative South on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Creative South GA over at CreativeSouth.com. And your host for this episode, Mr. Mike Jones, is at Bucket826 on Dribble, Twitter, and Instagram. Visit JackPrince.com and get 20% off orders over $25 when you use promo code CreateSouth17 at checkout. For a limited time, new Skillshare customers can get their first three months for just 99 cents to get unlimited access to thousands of classes when you sign up at Skillshare.com using promo code CreativeSouth. What are you waiting for? Start learning today. And remember, if you like the show, help support us over at Patreon.com slash CreativeSouth. And if you like the Creative South podcast, head over to iTunes, Stitcher, or Google Play Music. Rate us and leave a review. This helps more people find the podcast and allows us to keep getting awesome guests. Now go out and hug some necks.